Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Time now for the College Football Inquirer with Dan Wetzel. They should play winner gets the other's retention bonus for the year. <laughs> like, <laughs> Pete. If you see Pat in Columbus, Georgia on Friday afternoon, buy him a sweet water. He's, he's hurt. With SI's Pat Forty. I don't care if I need <laughs> to try to catch up to Pete. I'm picking Ohio State here. I, I'm not <laughs> Here's Pat, Pete, and Dan. Welcome to the pod. It's race for the case time. We got some doozies this week, obviously. A lot of rivalries, a lot of fun. Hope everyone is enjoying their Thanksgiving or about to enjoy their Thanksgiving or whenever you listen to this. We're excited. College football roars to a conclusion during the regular season. So let's get right at it. Uh, we are going to get this in. I don't know if you listen when you're hearing it, but this is getting, we're picking this on Tuesday. Egg Bowl. Can't resist it even if you don't get to this till Thursday or Friday. Ole Miss at Mississippi State, 7.30 on ESPN Thursday night. Bet MGM line, State. Giving one point over under 62. 30% of the bets, but 70% of the money is on the Mississippi State Bulldogs. Bulldog fans throwing out the big bets. Old Miss a little scared. Scared money don't make no money. Pat, who you got? You know what? I, I'm going with the Bulldogs here. They are playing well, really. I think they, you know, they hit their stride. They they did lose to Arkansas, but otherwise they've been on a heck of a roll. The way they finished against Auburn was incredible. And Will Rogers. Tearing it up. Mike Leach has got them playing in a way where they can kind of dictate terms of the game. As long as they don't get their quarterback beaten up, they can drop back and throw it 50 times and make you defend the whole field. And Mississippi, while the defense is better, it is still not great. And I'm not sure they'll be able to defend the whole field against the Bulldogs. So give me Mississippi State to win the Egg Bowl. Did we have like an NIL deal where we had to pick every Ole Miss game this year? Because I just feel like every week we've every week we've picked Ole Miss. By the way, the best line of the pod this year may have been Dan saying, what are you going to do? Walk around that square and read a book? <laughs> <laughs> that was the Ole Miss, Miss people. There's hey, uh, William Faulkner. Uh, he's the, he live right here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever read a William Faulkner book? Really? <laughs> Yeah, why hang out with Wright Thompson when you can hang out with Nevin Shapiro, yeah, right? Exactly. It just doesn't make any sense. Well, doesn't yeah, make any I, sense. That's, that's debatable, but that's, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm not making that choice. I can't pick <laughs> between my sons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think Oxford has a pretty deep bullpen behind Wright, so. 
Yeah, I feel like uh, I, I feel like the, uh, the the lane train can figure it out. It, it's been interesting the evolution of Mississippi State on defense since they've gone to the uh, the three three five. They've sort of been a little bit little bit feast or famine under under Zach Arnett. They've been very good at times this year, and then there's times where they've just kind of gotten blown out of the water. And I, by that I mean Alabama. Um, so. I uh, I have enough faith in DJ Durkin's defense and uh, to figure out how to uh, how to stop the pirate and Will Rogers, who's having a wonderful season. And uh, yeah, I think Lane, I think the Lane Train goes into Starkville and, uh, and and figures out a way to scratch scratch some points. So I uh, always like to disagree with Pat. So I'm gonna take the Rebels. All right, fellas, I'm officially throwing logic out the window. We are full fade Pete mode. Uh, and <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm just letting it, letting the listeners know, don't back my picks this week or next week. Yeah. We're, we're going state because Pete went Ole Miss. There's no logic there. Perfectly acceptable. Mm-hmm. Trying to catch the man. Yep. It's time. Yeah. This is my problem. I need to go against Pete, but then I want to pick Ole Miss. Uh, although I think Martin Emerson, the cornerback for Mississippi State, is very, very good, and uh, he's going to cause some problems with that passing game. But then I got sick of rooting for, for, for or picking and then having to root for Ole Miss because all they do is they won't kick a field goal. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm so twisted in logic. I, I, I'm going to go with I'm going to go Sully's route. I, I'm taking State. They're at home. I, I think the Pirates going to have a set up. He knows how important this is. So I'm, I'm taking Mississippi State. If I got to go against Pete on one, this one's a lot closer. Uh, so I'm going to take it. So there you go. You're lone wolf with the Rebels. All right. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Lane and I will be toasting at Joe Stone Crab for New Year's. There you go. Hey, oh, William Faulkner, he's really good or something. Is Mississippi State going to roll out Elijah Moore as like the player of the game before the game? They should. <laughs> Might as well. Bring it all back. Bring it all back. All right, the big one, Ohio State at Michigan, noon on Fox. Ohio State is giving eight and a half. The over-under is 64.5. 80% of the bets and the money on those Buckeyes. Wolverines home dogs. Pete? Well, I called six, seven coaches who played uh, Michigan this year, and many of them also played uh, Ohio State just because of the uh, the dynamics in the Big Ten and really got some interesting nuance breakdowns of how different Michigan is and what they've done, and everyone was really complimentary about the job that uh, that Mike McDonald especially has done for them defensively and, uh, and, and obviously, you know, one coach made a really interesting point. He said basically Michigan's offense is Stanford from like 2012. Um, and they're running it that way. And it almost feels like the coach said he doesn't know this, but it feels like Harbaugh almost calls first and second down. And then somebody else, if they have, if they're in two minute or they're in third and long and they go a little more spread that, that somebody else calls it, assuming Gattis. So he just felt like it was that radically different, uh, this year. So again, said on the last pod, all props to them. And then I asked at the end of the, you know, the interview with all the coaches said, Hey, who do you think is going to win? And it was like, Oh, 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 Ohio state. Like, like there was. There was no pathway. They they couldn't they couldn't like pat themselves into uh, like like Pat did thinking of like oh there could be a backdoor cover. It was it was pretty glaring. And the reason most gave was that Michigan's defensive ends, who are elite and electric, uh, Hutchinson and Ajabo, negated the deficiencies at corner. And so you would think Ohio State's receivers can highlight those deficiencies. And that the fundamental tension of this game is going to be 
how Hutchinson and Jabo can get home and when really they can get home on C.J. Stroud. But there was nobody who believed they could get home frequently enough and with enough alacrity to negate Ohio State's pass game. So expect Ryan Day to have a plan on the edges to negate those uh, those guys. And I would I think this is a 18 point win for the Buckeyes. 18. Wow. Double the spread and then some. All right. Well, I'm not. Well, they doubled it last time, Pat. Huh? Buckeyes doubled it last week. No, oh, they did. Yeah, no, no, I know. I, I'm not, <laughs> you know. That was infinity. That could, yeah, yeah that might have, they might have tripled it. I, I don't even know. Well, look, after I, like after, we got enough chuckleheads out there who listen to this podcast who are killing me over Michigan State. I I, I don't care if I need <laughs> to try to catch up to Pete. I'm picking Ohio State here. I, I'm not. <laughs> I'm tired of the abuse. I've had enough. My feelings are very sensitive, and now I'm being mobbed up on Twitter. People. That's what I'm talking about. There we go, listeners. Vicious. There we go. Vicious. <laughs> if if so, you see Pat in Columbus, Georgia, on Friday afternoon, buy him a Sweetwater. He's he's hurt. Uh, sad. I'm, I'm, I'm sad. tired. Tired of the abuse. I've I've been Snow emotionally snake. emotionally bruised. Uh, but no, look, that's it. I think. Really, both ways. Who wins? Who wins the pass rush? Um, because believe it or not, as as like Ajabo and Hutchinson are tied for the Big Ten lead with ten sacks each. They're monsters. But Ohio State has more sacks on the year. They've got they lead the Big Ten in sacks. Michigan leads the Big Ten in fewest sacks allowed. They've done a good job protecting uh, Cade, and Cade does a good job getting rid of the ball when he's under pressure. Uh, so who wins the tension there? And then yeah. Like the the de- defense ends from Michigan have to play like absolute superstars, or this game could well get out of hand. Uh, the, the, I think their only way to slow down Ohio State is to affect C.J. Stroud, make him uncomfortable, make him throw when off balance or or too soon or whatever. Because the yeah the receiver matchup is bad for that secondary. We saw it with Don Brown; they've wallpapered over it a little bit because they're less gambling under McDonald, but still. The mismatch is there for Ohio State, and uh, I think they will exploit it certainly well enough to cover the spread. I don't know about 18, but they're winning. Pretty much every coach I said was like the best pathway for Michigan to victory was to like control the ball and bleed the clock. That was like pretty much the the only uh, the only way. I also talked to two defensive coaches about Michigan's offense for like 15 minutes before the quarterback came up, which just shows you like how und- like usually when you're, you're breaking down offense, it's like quarterback. No, it's like. Nope, it's like O-line and run plays and, and different tailbacks. So anyway, sorry to interject there. I thought those were two sort of interesting nuances for uh, for the listeners. All right, let's go champions of the West. Go blue, baby. I'll back them. I, I just got to fade Pete. I, I, you thank go. you, there listeners, for, for, for dogging Pat enough to, to not fade this. So I, I'm in. Let's go. <laughs> All right. All right, so look, I you know, I said last week, uh, either on here or some other show, I said, look, you know, I – I could talk, I can, I can find a path for Michigan to win. I can't find one for Michigan state. They had no chance. Michigan has a chance and it's all those things. Pizza or the run game grinds the clock, you know, uh, Hutchison or Ajabu cause a, a fumble goes into the end zone and the refs don't call it back like the Michigan state <laughs> game. Um, you know, and Stroud struggles with the crowd. Uh, they haven't had a lot of real road games. They had one at Nebraska. And, and that was really their worst offensive performance. Otherwise, they're at Indiana, Rutgers, Minnesota early. This is going to be a wild-ass crowd. Like, this is going to be 100,000. Michigan does not get loud, but it is wild and is an intimidating place. It just is huge. 
and the 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 scope of this game, all of those things. It's just, I just don't like I, if I was getting eleven and a half, I'd think about it or something like that. I thought this spread would be a little higher, uh, but to me, Ohio State's just you got to go through all those things to run a very narrow path for Michigan to win this ball game. And and at eight and a half, I just think I did, I just have visions of Olave just running across Ann Arbor over and over and over. <laughs> And me sitting on this pick, like, what am I thinking? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I'm going with Chris Olave and the Buckeyes. They're going to win. They're going to cover. But I do think this is going to be uh, this is going to be very interesting because there's just a lot more heart on this team than maybe we always see uh, going in this game for Michigan. So we'll see. But uh, Mama didn't raise a fool. We're taking the Buckeyes here. Uh, all right, next one we've got Alabama up. Iron Bowl, 330, CBS. You two will be there. Uh, perhaps sober, perhaps still hungover from Columbus. Joined up in Columbus. Columbus Ohio, ain't exactly Columbus, like a Georgia. 3 a.m. town. It's like yeah. have a nice dinner and, you, you can, know. You can two do 2 a.m. at that one bar where we watched the Civil War after the kick six. But, yeah, that's a long Yeah, that's ago. true. That may, that, Every that may town is a 3 a.m. town <laughs> if you know where to look. Baby, right. Let's go. You just <laughs> need to know where to go. You got to know where to look. And I think the hotel has like a hula hands. It's like Marriott out of like the, the sitcom. Oh, yeah. Hey, as a matter of fact, Columbus has to have a 3 a.m. somewhere because there's an army base there. So, you know. There you go. There you go. Well, anyway, the game is in Auburn, <laughs> and that's a big deal. But Alabama is given 19 and a half points over under 55 and a half. 60% of the bets, 70% of the handle, bet MGM, Alabama Crimson Tide. Uh, Pat, we'll go back to you. Yeah, I mean – Auburn's a bit of a mess, uh, but that's a big number in a place where they tend to stand up and play some of their best football against the team they hate the most. So given the way Alabama has performed recently against teams that are not great, I'm going to take the Tigers and the points. I don't think they win. I'm not sure it's even terribly close. But I can certainly see a 14-point Alabama win that doesn't cover the spread. I, I have to take Auburn here. As much as I'd like to disagree with Pat and then person kind of, uh, you know, needle him in the press box, I, I just don't think Alabama's essentially three touchdowns better than most teams in the SEC right now. And you throw in the rivalry, you throw in the, you throw in the pucker power, you throw in the stakes. Harson's going to be faking punts and onside kicking. And, uh, and I know, obviously, that that there's some injuries with, with Auburn that that's going to leave them looking for things on offense a little bit. I just don't think this is a suffocating Alabama defense. And I, yeah. And I don't think it's an overwhelming Alabama offense and to win at Auburn. Well, I really like Georgia did this year by 24. You have to have at least one of those sides of the ball really, really rocking and rolling. So, and Bryce Young will be interesting. Like he has not played in a lot of hostile environments like truly truly hostile environments like like this is so i would expect uh mac jones had a pretty big learning curve in that game two years ago if you remember um so i think two pick sixes right yeah one wasn't his fault but yes one definitely was and so yeah i think auburn can uh i think auburn can hang in so maybe i'm just trying to legitimize my trip but i uh i i think the tigers can uh can 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 scrape by. I don't see this being a particularly high scoring game. What a pleasant surprise, guys. Man, I was all fully trying to rev up an Auburn pick after locking up, up last week. And they laid an egg in Columbia. Come on. I love this Alabama pick. 
Let's go. Really? How did Alabama do last week when we all picked them against Arkansas? Oh, that's true. They didn't that's cover. True, but shoot. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. But, you know, Auburn Auburn doesn't have Bo Nix anymore. So that, that's a different Auburn team when, when they beat Arkansas. So, yeah, give, give me the tide. Give me three touchdowns. Let's go. Fade Pete. Rolling. I, I, you guys are going to be classic writing. I don't know what off this game when Alabama wins by like 40 points. Uh, but actually I am, I, uh, this 19 and a half is too much for me. Uh, I, I, I got to take Auburn. They're going to, they're going to rise up and play smoke. Monday is going to make a play. <laughs> uh, come on smoke. The smoke Monday prop bet it Auburn win parlay with a smoke Monday pick six. Oh my. Get some good. Smoke's going to make a play. <laughs> I wonder if any listeners took your last prop bet, Dan, the Spencer Rattler snap. Oh, he didn't get right. in. Caleb, he did. No, he, he did. Got Caleb hit. Williams got sacked. His helmet oh. flew off, and he had to come in for one snap. Yeah, there you and go. I believe, you would have won that prop. Yep. I, I think believe I that was, was the only snap he uh, he took. Spencer and his two cars are, are are trying to get out of Oklahoma as fast as possible. There's gonna be it's gonna be yep. like the it's going to be like the uh, Daytona 500 of him peeling out of Norman at, at yeah 1 a.m. Whenever they get back, it's going to be faster than the he's Dr. Go- Pepper Porter commercial. He's just gonna- yeah, he's going. <laughs> uh, I'm taking Auburn. It's too much at Auburn. Crazy things happen. I'm going to take them. I don't know. I'm now, I, I, this is the time of the year where I violated all my rules that I've come up with across the year. Okay. <laughs> Don't bet against Alabama, but then I bet with them and they lose. Now I hate Alabama and Aub- Auburn sucks. <laughs> I hated them when they had Bo Nix and now they, I really, they don't even have him. And Tank Bigsby. Come on, Smoke. You're still there for me. That's all I got. If Smoke Monday has two pick sixes, he's going to be our oh. guest on our podcast. Oh, I'm telling you. Love that. Wetzel guy. signs him to a personal NIL deal if that Personal yes. NIL deal. <laughs> I'm just going to just should have named my kid Smoke. I had only known. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got uh, this one Penn State at Michigan State, 330 on ABC. Michigan State is giving uh, one and a half. The over under is 51.5. Uh, one coach has a $95 million offer. The other has. I mean, the amount of coaching money in this game for two teams that have no shot at the playoff. It's like a $200 million coaching game or something going on here. <laughs> I mean, what the hell? You want to know why college football is nuts? The Penn State-Michigan State game, which will only be watched by Penn State and Michigan State fans. The coaches are absolutely the like Elon Musk territory. <laughs> <laughs> the Bitcoin, Bitcoin bull. Yeah. Bitcoin bowl. No, we'll get to that. All right, Pete, your turn to go first. We're letting Sully just draft off you. It's probably not fair, but we don't want yeah. you to win, so yeah. I'm just allowing <laughs> it. I'm 17 games above 500. I'm very confident. I, I, I'm not going to like start claiming like rule fraudulence. We we save those things for you, Dan. Um, I'm I'm taking Penn State. I really feel like there was a little bit of a blueprint drawn up, and again, we actually had an argument on the podcast about how to best quantify how bad Michigan State's pass defense was. Uh, Pat, Captain Analytics, thought that saying they were last in yards allowed wasn't an accurate way to say how poor their pass defense was. Well, they're further last in yards allowed, and they're still pretty poor in pass efficiency. Their secondary stinks, and I really feel like Penn State has shown it, it has the power in the front seven 
to to slow down that run game. And I really think that uh, I really just think Penn State's the better team and better program right now and can go in there and uh, and win with some authority. Well, so the, the better team and better program lost at home to Illinois. Is that, is that what we're saying? OK, they right. did with an injured quarterback. No. Well, yeah. Clifford did play. Uh, you would still you would he did hope, play. Yeah, you would hope at home you could beat Illinois if you're the better program than the team that's nine and two. Anyway, I also saw him just wear out Ohio State's defense that day that I was there. So I don't know. Maybe you always get a little more biased when you see something in person. And I certainly did watch that Illinois game, and I watched all seven failed two point yeah. conversions in a row. But I mean, I saw Sean Clifford dealing. Um, yeah, Jahan Dawson's going to have five thousand yards against Michigan State. I, I'm done no, he, he very well. Other, he very yeah. well might. Other, and that, uh, look, I, like. I'm taking Michigan State just to fade Pete here. I, I mean, I to me, this is a total toss-up game. Total toss-up. To me, it is who still wants to play. Uh, you know, Michigan State just had their season, basically their, their big hopes for the season get smashed to ribbons. And so do they pick themselves up and come back and want to play? I think being at home and sending some guys off for the last time, they will rally the wagons and, and show up at least. And are they good enough? Eh, we'll see. Uh, but to me, like, I, I'm just, I'm not sitting here dazzled by Penn state for any reason whatsoever. Uh, so I'm just going to say, give me the home team in a close game and we'll see where it ends up. Give me, give me the Spartans. That's right. Go green fade Pete. Let's ride. Go green. Sully. wearing a green shirt. Yeah. So. Lightning yeah. round. Lightning round. For Sully. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. James Franklin, 10 year deal, 85 million. Uh, Mel Tucker, uh, offered 10 years at 95 million. Woo! They better make every correct fourth down decision and every correct like two point decision. Oh boy! Wow! Incredible! Incredible! This game instead of playing for a trophy, I think they have a tro- the land grant trophy or something. Yeah. Like, man, that is a depressing, boring sounding. <laughs> Who the hell wants the land grant trophy? It's the Brussels the sprouts it? trophy. Like it's just like a <laughs> row of like corn or something. I got. It's not even the bronze stock that Ball State and Northern Illinois play for. The Land Grant Trophy. Okay. They should play winner gets the other's retention bonus for the year. (laughs) It's just like, it's like half a million for, you know, like we wouldn't even know what that is. Like each guy, like I want that. And then, and they should put it in a, in like a clear, like a glass suitcase. So one coach has to hand the, (laughs) each guy's got to show up with his money. Glass suitcase. Glass suit each. You, Jay, neither James Franklin nor Mel Tucker is allowed to go to this game each year unless they show up with a glass suitcase <laughs> with a half a million bucks in it. And then at the end, one guy gets the other guy's suitcase. Uh, That's how you make this game matter. Even better, like the day after signing day, when they can finally, finally relax, you meet in like Erie, Pennsylvania and exchange the suitcase. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Pull up on a deserted road with, you know, each each guy's got their muscle with them just in case things get crazy. You never know. Hands on the triggers. Yeah, the yeah. Fingers the on triggers. always sketchy. Yeah. Let's go to the BW3s. <laughs> BW3s in Erie. <laughs> yeah. Right. And arrange yeah. it. I love it. How's the veal? Best in the city. <laughs> uh, that's what I want. These two coaches are making way too much money. Okay, so let's let's put some let's get a little juice in this game, because otherwise it's just the other game while Ohio State and Michigan play. It'd be one thing if Harbaugh and 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 Ryan Day were playing had this kind of money. 
Uh, anyway, uh, Sean Clifford is going to play, and so I'm going to take Penn State. I wouldn't bet. I would not touch this. I wouldn't bet this thing at no. all. I have no idea what Michigan State's mental <laughs> capacity is. They could come out like they could come out on fire and be like, "Wait, what happened last week was an embarrassment, and we're going to show you that this is the old Michigan State." Okay, that, if that happened, I would not be surprised. They could come out and be absolutely awful and be just still cowering from the beating. I, that, that would not surprise me. I wouldn't touch this game. I'm going to take Penn State because I think uh, Sean Clifford is a good quarterback. I do think they will gain a lot of yards, and I have to pick someone. But otherwise, don't pick this game because we got no idea. All right, last one uh, until we get our locks. Bedlam, Oklahoma at Oklahoma State, 7.30 ABC. Pat, I think, mentioned this the other day. I mean, the idea that you can go noon, Ohio State, Michigan, 3.30, Alabama, Auburn, 7.30, Oklahoma at Oklahoma State. Uh, as a pretty little triple. That's a nice triple right there, besides all the other crap and they, all the other crap that's going on. So Oklahoma State is giving four over under 50 and a half. Half the bets, 70% of the money on the pokes. So I am going to listen to Pat after he lost an argument with himself about Oklahoma when he ended up picking uh, picking them to play in Waco. Always listen to the opposite of Pat's arguments with himself. That's that's where we go with tap. And so I was tempted to pick Oklahoma here. They're getting a couple points and everything like that, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to take Oklahoma State. I'm going to take this defense, and I am going to continue to watch Oklahoma underwhelm because they have shown no signs of not underwhelming. Even when they won, they, they were underwhelming. So I don't love – Mike Gundy in this game because he's been terrible in it. Uh, but I think the cauldron of hatred combined with Oklahoma's putrid defense and Oklahoma State's elite defense, I feel comfortable. Well, I can't even fade you here because I, I agree and agree strongly that this, to me, a, this is an Oklahoma State win, and it should be a convincing win. The only reason it wouldn't be is because Gundy has always found a way to screw this game up. I look at the, I look at all the things Pete mentioned. I add this: that Oklahoma State defense has become an absolute pass rushing bunch of animals. They have got twenty sacks in their last three games. Uh, they have forty two on the season, by far the most in the Big Twelve. And guess who holds the ball a long time because he doesn't read yet because he's still a freshman? Caleb Williams. Now, he's athletic enough, and he may escape some, but he's going to take a ton of hits. He's going to go down. They're going to lose yardage. He may lose the ball. As a matter of fact, really, the game against Iowa State, the only reason Oklahoma won that is when Brock Purdy had his sack fumble, it became six points for Oklahoma. When Caleb Williams was hit in the end zone and the ball came free, it rolled out of the end zone and an Oklahoma lineman jumped on it. Otherwise, that goes the other way. So I, I think that the pass rush wins the day for Oklahoma State. Jim Knowles has done a phenomenal job as a defensive coordinator. Uh, and the Cowboys, if they can get outside of their own head and not screw it up, could win this handily. That Brock Purdy fumble, by the way, was like why I don't bet. Yeah, like oh, if you're just summing oh, up in one play, the helmet hits the ball, the defensive lineman grabs it, like right before halftime. It's just like, well. Bad beast. Oklahoma is 90-18-7 and seven in the series. Woo, I love the history in this one. I'm give me the give me the Sooners. Fade Pete. Keep it rolling. <laughs> <laughs> Sully, how many of these would you have actually picked? Uh let's see. I would have picked 
Um, none of them. <laughs> That's tremendous. <laughs> You've at least talked uh, a good game. Finished five hundred this yeah, year he's, he's, because you know I, I understand wanting to win the win our little race, but hey, I don't, it's not just our little race; it's the race for the case. That's right. We got to sell out. He wants that beer? Mm-hmm. Man's a functioning the alcoholic. Hell, the hell with this fake it. number of, of my overall record. Let's 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 blow it up for the win. Uh, none. Uh, look, this is this one's going to be about <laughs> heart. I I you hate picking the Cowboys in this game, but I'm going to yeah. do it so again. Like all all rules are off. All rules are off. It's a game about toughness. It's going to be a game about defense. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna drag they're gonna drag the Sooners out into the deep end and make them swim out there. It's gonna be too much. The mullet. It become, a, it become a water polo game. <laughs> yes, yes. He's got the Mel Tucker. That's the Mel Tucker I don't thing, know man. Yeah. I tell you, just the the, the, the <clears> hell <throat> mouth will open in the middle of Oklahoma and suck the Sooners down into it. The mullet rides supreme. <laughs> go Pokes! All right, who's got a lock of the week? I got one. Go Sully. Go. One. Can't fade Pete on this. No, I cannot. Uh, so I'm going to need to win this one. This one goes out to our hero from the last pod, Milton Munson. I am going to listen to his obit, and I'm going to take the Huskers. Oh! oh! Down. Let's go All Huskers. Right. Why not? All right. Are you going to actually bet irrationally on it too, Sully? No, no, that'd be is, great. This is about as irrational as I could sum it up for that. I'm, I'm not put, uh, pulling if, together some pizza money for the actual Huskers. But if – if you missed the last pod, first off, what the hell you were doing? Like, go listen to it, right? Nebraska fan uh, Milton A. Munson died this week, and his obit said that the uh, grim reality of the Nebraska Cornhuskers finishing at another season with a losing record proved too much to bear from Milton Andrew Munson, who decided he'd seen enough of this world during the team's recent bye week. So there, the, the obit is claiming that Milton Munson just stopped living, gave up on living because Nebraska sucks so bad. And then in the open, it said, in lieu of flowers, please place an irresponsibly large wager on Nebraska. There's an old saying in Tennessee and elsewhere that I want the volunteers to be my pallbearers so they can lay me down one more time. And I kind of, I kind of felt his obit there. I felt that one. It hit that, that hit home. home. Mm -hmm. Man, listen, when some old, some old dead dude in Hastings, uh, Nebraska tells you to do something, you got it. You just got stuff. Amen. It's just not, I mean, beautiful. So good. Yeah. Is this a is this a ploy to make sure his phone still downloads our podcast like we request all of our uh, I hope listeners? He listened. Yeah, we're down a yeah. listener. You know, I know. <laughs> somebody pick that up. Yeah, we need one of the pallbearers to, to become a subscriber. I got to feel like Hastings isn't the most podcast forward town. Like <laughs> I think we'd I think, be good for I would think print print media is still well alive there. As <laughs> someone who buys the newspaper all, all the time, I'm, I'm not knocking that, but just, right. I don't you got a lock. Is. You got a lock, Mr. I do. I feel 500. great about my lock, just like I did last week when I picked UCLA to go in the Coliseum and kick the tail out of the Trojans. You can't spell Trojans without Q-U-I-T. And boy, has this USC <laughs> team quit. They have quit. Um, they got housed by a mediocre Arizona State team, which also was on the cusp of quitting. Chip scored 62 on them, and you have BYU rolling in as a seven-point underdog. BYU has won four games in a row. That included scoring 66 against Virginia, 59 against Idaho State. 
Um, they won at Georgia Southern 34-17 this year. And I think Clay Helton actually gave them the, the, the playbook while they were there. Now that's a joke, actually. But um, I, uh, yeah, I do not see with a bunch of like 24-year-old dudes, this USC team rallying in front of friends, family, and sunbathers at the Coliseum to win this game. I'm going to lay the points and go BYU, minus seven. Pat? All right. I, I've got like three of them I like, which means, look out, this is trouble. <laughs> uh, but I, I have... Tell us all three, and then the one you pick is going to be wrong, and you'll go two and yeah, one with the probably, other. Probably. Probably right. so. Probably. Yeah. Probably. But here's what I'm going with. Friday night special, baby. North Carolina State laying six against North Carolina. North Carolina State is A, the better team. B, has much more to play for because they are still in the hunt in the Atlantic Division. And on Friday night, they will still be in it, okay? Whatever has ha will happen Saturday will not have happened yet. So they win and they're still in the hunt. They've got something to play for there. They're 6-0 at home. North Carolina is a terrible, terrible road team. They have been beaten all four times that they have left home. They're 0-3 against the spread on the road. North Carolina State's 5-1 against the spread at home. Six points. I love it. Give me the Wolf Pack there. Uh, my other two, speaking of quitting teams, Pete, um, Texas is somehow favored against Kansas State. I don't know why. What? Yes. Yes. And that, are oh, my you God. You're not picking them, though. No, That's I'm, my not. Pick. I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I don't mean to, you know, get ahead of myself there. And also, Florida's favored by three against Florida State. I, I mean, two teams that cannot have played any worse for the last month are both favored. Figure it out. But anyway, go Wolfpack. Oh, and for our, our very avid pod listener, Jonathan Conrad, the Wolfpack fan and the pastor, uh, I'm with you this weekend, man. Oh, mm -hmm, there you mm -hmm. go. Um, well, before Dan goes, can I just interject that I am so looking forward to Friday night sitting with Pat in one of Columbus, Georgia's finest restaurants as he screams at the television while Sam Howell leads a backdoor cover. This is an Applebee's. <laughs> the things Pat will say about Mac Brown, who Pat likes very much, by the way. Well, I, I will. There, this will be documented for our for our faithful listeners. Yeah, you need the fact that I get to see Pat's soul crushed in person really makes my uh, makes my Thanksgiving weekend. We'll see, baby. We'll see. <laughs> I, I am going with the uh, I'm going with Pete's deal where you find the quitness team possible, right? And uh, that's why I'm I'm grabbing Texas. I thought about Duke, but Duke is Duke is. Uh, a 21 and a half point dog to Miami. <laughs> and I don't know Miami can score that many points. I, I just, I can't give that many to Miami, but Texas is giving Kansas state three points. I can't believe it. It's supposed to be like 50 and raining in law, right? Which, which is, which is called spring break in Manhattan, Kansas, <laughs> but down in Texas, it is like, when do we get to go to Torchies and have our end of the season tacos? Cause this, we have quit on this team. We have quit on the season. We have no heart. It's horns down time. Kansas State's going to win this game, and they're easily going to give me three points. I mean, do you really think Texas in, the, in a bat, like it's raining and miserable, they're still stuffed with, like, pumpkin pie and stuff? Like, yeah, hell no. <laughs> the pumpkin pie factor, often long, long equated in gambling history. Yes, hey. <laughs> I'll tell you the we okay. So I'll take I'll take the Longhorns. Weirdest game to me on Friday. You mean K State? You're not taking the Longhorns. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
Oh, we, we, oh, oh, we wouldn't oh, even oh, let oh. you do that. <laughs> K-State. Take K-State. They're going to end up 8-4. Good deal. Boise State and San Diego playing on Friday at noon Eastern. But the game is in California. 9 a.m. Okay, game. So it's a stubby down the street for me. I would have gone if it was a little later. But I'm it definitely is. not waking up at, at 8 o'clock to make it to kick. On the, how the game is in how rabid will the atmosphere be on Black Friday at 9 a.m. in Carson, California, an hour and a half from the San Diego <laughs> State campus? Woohoo! Yeah, that's a hell of a game. It's a good that's game. A hell of a game. Big good game. Boise's playing sure. well. Andy Boise's obviously did a nice job. They got their running back back, and they're doing well. San Diego State, uh, Boise is the two and a half point favorite. Very interesting game, but like that's another gambling game. Like I don't 9 know who's better at nine in yeah. the morning. No yeah. way, right? Who knows? Who knows? Anyway, you get done and get your shopping in. There's the Mountain West. Uh, yeah, Mountain West trying to help them out. Games on CBS, so they get a. You know, at least they're doing it for that. It's not like we're gonna play it, you know, on Flow Sports. Yeah, yeah, or CSNN or whatever thing. Uh, other interesting games uh, that pop out at anybody. I don't know. Uh, you mentioned Florida State, Florida, Florida, yeah. giving three somehow. I mean. I don't. I, I know people play our lock parlays. I really like our lock parlays this week. I would X Sully's out of there, Pat. Pat yeah, take mine I, out of there. I think, yeah, yeah, take Sully's out. But Pat, Dan, and I like. There's some. There's some pretty good. We we almost did it last week. Sully messed it up. But boy, that's there's some there's some decent juicy locks sitting out there. Yeah. So. I I also thought about Notre Dame. Uh, they're giving 19 against a Stanford team that also knows how to quit. Boy, they have been awful. I think I, I looked at that too. I looked at yeah. that one too. It's on the road, but I, I, you know, it's also like there. It's Notre Dame's last game of the year, and that's when you, you know, you just huck it up there. Uh, you know, you bust out a fake punt that you didn't use, and so I, I like Notre Dame in that one too. That would if if that Texas one hadn't been laying there, uh, I, I probably would have jumped that. Kentucky Louisville is always a good battle. Pat, they're in your home state. Louisville's turned the season around a little bit. They are a three point favorite at home over. Uh, Wildcats, that one should get interesting. That should be really an entertaining one. Saturday night, you know, if you you got Bedlam on one channel, flip it over to that because that, that could be 40 to 37. Also Saturday night, um, South Carolina, which is kind of the surprise, one of the surprises, uh, a rare feel-good surprise of the SEC. There's some surprises <laughs> in the SEC. They just weren't real positive. Um, they get Clemson at home. Clemson's playing very well now. Uh, Clemson's eight and three. Clemson is still a team that that only lost by ten to Georgia, which kind of seven. You know, that's seven like, to Georgia, yeah. Seven, seven. Mm-hmm. Um, but Shane Beamer's done a nice job. Real interesting opportunity for South Carolina, though. Kind of they burned a tiger in effigy this week. Yep, they had a they had a big old A and M bonfire style. So they're fired up down there in Columbia. Small, yeah. Smallest spread in that game since 2014, before the the, the great Clemson awakening. You know, before they became okay. a monster. Okay. Pacemaker game, AM at LSU. Mm-hmm. Chimbo could say, Can I can I tour the offices before? Line's can only I, six. Six yeah. Six and a half. I got okay. six and a half, six. Mm-hmm. Line is only six. I think they're gonna play for Coach O. Yes, I do, actually. Uh, Coach O's last game in Tiger Stadium. I, I think that's that's a trapper there for an AM team that has seen its season just kind of dissolve, you know, from what they were hoping for. So I like LSU in that spot. Oregon State at Oregon Civil War. Oregon's given a, a touchdown, seven or, and, and a point. Tempting, uh, Beavers tempting have, for the Beavers. Beavers have had a great season. You know, like 
They are back. They're seven and four. Oregon's maybe reeling. Do they have the motivation? That would be a huge win for the Oregon State program. Absolutely. That's the thing. That, you know, that they it's it's a little bit like Penn State, Michigan State. Like, does Michigan State still have the drive? But not only does or- the question with Oregon, do they still have the drive? But then you're playing your arch rival who hates you because you have squashed them for mm-hmm. years. And so if Oregon State senses the opportunity there with a pretty good team that can run the ball, I think they got a shot. Yeah, really good job of that administration giving Jonathan Smith a, a long chain to get that thing going, you know, because yep. it, it was two wins, two wins, two wins, and finally they're here, you know. They, they had patience, and it's paying off. Uh, High-quality backyard brawl, Massachusetts at New Mexico State. <laughs> Natural rivals, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Two one-in-ten teams. <laughs> Throw oh. out the record books when the Aggies and the Minutemen get together. I-10. I-10 runs right through Las Cruces. <laughs> Uh, they took it literally one in 10 versus one in 10 (laughs) UMass versus New Mexico state (laughs) thousands of miles, uh, nothing in common. Nobody in the office arguing with the other guy, (laughs) like no house divided. You don't make that flag. UMass, New Mexico state house divided who, uh, what an awful game this thing is, but horrendous. It's on flow sports. Of course. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) It's like a torture chamber. Oh, man. <laughs> Flow Sports is just a house of horrors. Anybody who attends this game, please send us a picture. Hashtag oh, CFP. That's the ultimate clockwork orange where they got the eyes <laughs> just like taped Because <laughs> we like going to games, but you're literally choosing at that point to go to a game rather than watch the end <laughs> of the Michigan-Ohio State game uh, and the start of, of, of all the other good games. Like, the competition for atten- for uh, for attendance there is just TV. That, that is just a horrifying game. That Houston playing UConn, the two the New, New England United teams <laughs> limping to the finish with these ridiculous games. Why didn't they schedule that different? And like, I mean, not saying New Mexico State, New Mexico State and Houston are nowhere near each other either. Like, New, right. LA no. is closer to New Mexico State than Houston is geographically. But uh, you know, kinda. <laughs> and then it's have UMass UConn had played that game. And then they'd both be, uh, well, UConn would have gotten a win, right? They beat somebody. Did they beat anybody? Yeah, UConn, everybody's got a win. Everybody this Everyone's year had a win. win. They should, I'm looking nice. now, like, it looks like the midpoint between Amherst and Las Cruces is maybe like Carbondale, Illinois or something. Just play the game there. <laughs> so, what the hell? Some industrial <laughs> parking lot. The Carbon, the Carbondale Bowl. Yeah, right. It's good. You want to get in on that recruiting area. You want to, yeah, it helps recruiting. Uh, anyway, a lot of good matchups this weekend. Uh, enjoy it all. Uh, we know you. We know you will. Uh, hit us up. We'll be back Sunday. The overreaction show uh, leading into the uh, conference championship weekend. So everyone has a safe and fun Thanksgiving weekend. We appreciate you. Keep subscribing. Tell your friends about us. Share us on social media. Appreciate all of it. Talk to you later.